It's 2019, which means the decade is almost done. But that got us thinking. What are some of the best games from the past 10 years? Oh, WWE 2020, Crypt of the Serpent King and Jump Force, clearly. No. Oh. No, not them at all. No. But stay right here on the critical path as we go through the 10 most important games of the past 10 years. Hello, the World Wide Website. Welcome to Hack the Dino's Critical Path. I'm Ben Rosenthal. I'm Dan McGuinness. And over there on the keys is our pianist, Mr. Braden Dixon. I, you call me a what? You know what you are. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we are a fortnightly nonsense game news variety show where we bring you all the up-to-date news, info, views, and other words that I make up as I go along, like kablockum. Chion. This is the 84th time we've done this. <laughs> so if you want more words like... Yup. Be sure to subscribe over on YouTube, which is youtube.com backslash hackthedino. Also, go through some of our other videos and give them a little tick as well, because that helps us grow. Immortalize um, us. Tell us how good we are. Yeah, I mean, we've got egos, and those egos need constant feeding. Stroking. Stroking like a, a feline. Uh, and, you know, just worship us basically but if you don't like our faces you can head on over to soundcloud uh and look up hack the dino on soundcloud on spotify on all those types of audio only things because we're there as well to bring you our high-pitched annoying squills talking about all the games and if you're a pterodactyl and you like that kind of mating call head on over to twitch.tv backslash hack the dino and you can watch dan play some games live every week oh yeah sunday sunday what did you play last week star wars Ooh, we'll be talking oh, no, about fortnite and star wars fortnite and star wars mm. we'll be talking about that a little bit later on not fortnite no oh yeah hang on you know what let's talk about it now what we've been playing Hey. The old pianist Braden. I'm yeah. on it. <laughs> Got it. Sleeping at the keyboard. Living up to his name. Wake up, uh, your pianist. It's literally like every time you go to swap to a segment, it's like, oh, geez, here it is. <laughs> have to find the button. Dan. Anyhow, what have we been playing this week? I've been playing the, the, the mouthful of a thing, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. I don't know why they've got the Jedi bit in there. Um, it could just be called Star Wars Fallen Order, and that'd be fine. So... If you've been living under a rock, you haven't heard about this game. This game is big at the moment. This game is rivaling all the games out there at the, at the moment. It's rivaling the popularity of Death Stranding. It's rivaling up there with the Pokemons and stuff like that. Well, Ben doesn't think so, but it is. It is. Um, so it starts off, you play as um, Cal... What, how do you say his name? Cal Kestis. Cal Kestis. And um, it is set between... Um, where are we? It's shortly Jedi. after Revenge, Revenge of the, the Jedi. Sith. Revenge of the Sith. Ah, Sith. Jedi Revenge was, of the Jedi. <laughs> was one that didn't happen. Yeah. Um, yeah, and so, and as I said, you play as Cal. You have this little um, droid man with you. Name uh, Droid Man. Little droid. droid man. You see him on the back here. He, he, he's helped me back on your back. He's a little, little droid. He's BD adorable. BD-1. Um, so just a question before we move on. Yes. This takes place after Revenge of the Sith mm -hmm. and A New Hope. Mm -hmm. How come we don't see little droids like BD-1 in A New Hope? So... I uh, this was this is set five years after Revenge of the Sith and Order sixty six. Yep. Um, basically, in the weird Star Wars world that we have. Yep. 
all of the stuff in the prequels and before the original trilogy yep. looks so new. Yep. But that's because but there, there, there's be been old. like an apocalyptic thing happens and like all of technology is actually like stuffed the, up in the in the in the. It's it, because of the empire. Yeah, the empire. Point. Because the empire. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. The end. A plot uh, anyway, so, point worthy of George Lucas' spectacular writing style. Anyway, get so on they've um, they've introduced this new joy called BD One, and um, he they have really, really, really captured the magic of a droid here. This guy is, um, you know, at first. They had R2-D2, and he was great. Then they had a... What was the round one called? BB-8. BB-8. And everyone was like, whoa, that, that droid's awesome. How, like, how could they get so much, you know, personality into him? And now they've done it with this little BD-1. He's a little man. He has little legs. He's like... Doo, 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 doo. He's like a little T-Rex. Yeah, you know, like a schnauzer or something. <laughs> like a little dog. <laughs> Let's go with T-Rex. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, you got this like little little man, and he's really good. The game itself... Well, he, what, hang on. Before you move on, what does he do, like, besides... Bef hang around. So he does stuff like you can upgrade him. He does stuff like you, he can unlock doors for you. He can um, he can give you hints. Okay. He um, you use him to like he's a tool, so you can use him. He can jump onto zip lines, and you grab onto him, and you zip down with him, and stuff cool. like that. Cool. So you really, really, really use him. He's in there for a, a reason. He's not just a you know a comedy mate. Yeah. yeah and we, we he can is see... integral to revealing story elements as well. Right. We can see at the moment uh, the footage on the screen for the podcast listeners. Uh, it's Cal running through a planet. And uh, BB1's is this Kashik? Yeah. yeah. Oh wow. Uh, BB1's eyes are green. Now I'm I'm clutching at straws here because I've not played this game. But is that your health? Yes. That's awesome. Um, it is. That is awesome. Yeah, it's definitely your health of how much you've got. Like you know, it goes red obviously when when it's down. Yep. Um, so this game, uh, everyone didn't know what this game was going to be like, and now it's come out and you can see there even a bit of force power. Mm-hmm. Um, and they've made it, for those who, who know it, it is a very, very Dark Souls type game. It is using the, the, the mold of Dark Souls. Yep. Um, up to the point where, as in Dark Souls, you have bonfires. In this one, you have meditation points. When you go into the meditation points, all the enemies respawn in the area. Mm -hmm. um, your health gets refilled up and you get your health vials back. Exactly the same as Dark Souls. Um, you do have a skill tree in there as well, which is a little bit different to Dark Souls, which is good. Um, instead of just leveling up your skill tree, where you get to choose where you want to do it and your skill tree is broken up into um what is it it's like force powers lightsaber powers and health kind of thing so you can like upgrade and go where you want kind of, uh, from there which is really nice um it does have that hardness of dark souls just on normal i actually had to turn down and i went on to baby mode yeah, but the, the more um, friendly called story mode. Story mode. <laughs> uh, where it says you want to concentrate more on the story than the battle. But um, it still is hard. Death Stranding has one of them. Does it? But Death Stranding also has a super easy mode where I think it, they, they just cut Nothing out. Nothing happens. <laughs> it's just the movie. You can see here um, the map on here. This map becomes your best friend. These levels are huge, intricate. Metroidvania style mazes. I've heard of that. Doom. That it's a Dark Souls with Metroidvania yeah. uh, type quality. So you to can it. see here or on the map there, you have so you have like three types of um, doors on the map. You have a red door, which is what, something you cannot get past yet, no matter what. You Do know, you want you, to paint it black? No. Um, you either have to, um, you know, upgrade your skills or get an item or something like that to get through your red doors. You have your um, your yellow doors, which is unexplored doors or ways to get through which is usually the place that you're supposed to go to right so you look for your yellow and you have your green doors which is the stuff you've already gone through okay um i think that's right isn't it Braden? pardon 
<laughs> Sorry, no, I'm, f- I'm finding more footage as well just to mix it up. Ah, um, yeah. So you've got all that. Um, this game, but then you have, uh, so you have your fighting, uh, block, parry, dodge, all those very Dark Souls-y kind of vibes. And then, but you also have, um, it has big moments in the game where it turns into Tomb Raider. Um, so you have Jedi temples that you come across, and these are just complex as hell puzzle levels where you have to like, you know, fill this water tank up to make this thing fall down here that makes this ball roll into this room to open up the temples. And it turns into a lot of um, uncharted jumping and Nathan Drake-like kind of uh, things like that. So you've got that kind of stuff to it. So people who are just expecting a... a, a Oh, this game is brutal. uh, Yeah, people are expecting a Force Unleashed kind of game. They're not going to get it. They're a very thinking... If you button mash, you'll just die in this game. Yeah. Um, the the fighting here, well, we've got a little bit of fighting here. Um, it's very good. Um, it's very hard to get used to. You can see you've got blocks, parries. Each person you kind of have to, like, uh, each kind of enemy, you have to have a different style of fighting to beat them. Um, and, yeah, it's, it, it, it's amazing. You know what I like? The fact that lasers are light. And <laughs> you can block them with your sword. It's, well, a, light it's a light saber. Sword. Yeah. No. I mean, like, they move a lot faster than what they're showing there. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they're light photons, right? Anyway, but yeah. whatever. Well, we all know that uh, the Star Wars universe isn't exactly physics solid. What? <laughs> but like, this, this game is really detailed. So if you've got a group of stormtroopers, they talk to each other. And if you kill like them all and there's only one left, he's actually like, oh no, I can't do this myself! <laughs> and stuff like that. Like the, the dialogue is amazing. Here you can see here, you, get, you find chests. And within each chest, there's always something cool in it. What does this one have in it? This one had a new outfit material for him. You can see here, straight away, just plonk it on. Why does he look like the Ooh. guy that plays the Joker in Gotham? Because he is. Oh, is that him? Yeah, Cameron Monaghan. Oh, okay. Oh, I thought it was oh, Archie from Riverdale. <laughs> no, Archie's much better looking than that dude. KJ Apper. You can see here, so you actually have to block you to do your lasers back. But your skill tree, you can up like, you know. So you start off with the only force power you've got is slow down time for a couple of seconds. And it's not just time, it's just a person. They'll just, you upgrade to then you have push, like force push. Then you have thought, as soon as you start getting force pull, that's when the game starts feeling really Star Warsy. So with your, your left stick, you pull someone over and you're holding them. And then with your right stick, you smash them away and stuff. And it's just like... Very, very, very cool. There is no dismemberment in this game on people, but there is dismemberment on animals, which I found... And droids? And droids and stuff like that. You can, like, halve them. Yeah, except the animation is always the same for each character. You know what I mean? It's not like... Like, with each type of character. It's not re-avengeance. Like, if you're you're going at um, one of the, like, K2SO-style droids... Um, you're always going to do the same like finishing move on it to dismember it and everything. Yeah, yeah, and stuff like that. But yeah, a- as a whole, this game is great. This has beaten my control for my game of the year. Yeah, see, this uh, is something I wanted to bring up as soon as you, you bought see this. See, me scanning then. Yeah. Uh, so if this if this game wins game of the year, which let's be honest, it probably will. There are some reasons wait. it might not, but I'm going to get into. Yep, I just wanted to bring this up very, very quickly though. Uh, remember that whole furor a couple of years ago about how single-player games are dead and it's going to be all games of service oh, and man, everything? I was always against yep. that. Uh, 2016? What was it? Oh, Breath of the Wild. Oh, funny that. Last year, what was it? God of War. Oh, God of War! Oh, right, funny right. that. And this year? It, uh, another single-player game? Third person as well. No, oh. FPSs are dead. No yep. one cares about FPSs. 
Um, Outside of America. Uh, you look at this, um, Death Stranding, FP, uh, third person. I love a third person game. It makes Same. it feel like it's got better graphics. Yep. It's weird. And I like, think if, that's if you, why... If you pulled this forward into his view, it would look like it's got worse graphics. Well, you see less. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's one of the reasons Fortnite won over PUBG, because PUBG was all... Oh, PUBG was yeah, third person. Fortnite. Right? Third person. But yeah, uh, yes. it was. But um, now, this game, though, does have its problems. Yep. Um, there is no new ideas in this game. Oh, this game to... is just... I'm about to talk about Pokemon for yeah. 20 minutes. We don't need to worry about new ideas. <laughs> this game is puzzle-pieced from all other games. It is... Um, I actually heard them say on the um, one of those podcasts that you guys listen to, which I'm not sure if we're supposed to mention. Yeah, we can mention them. Hi, um, Greg Miller. I love you. Yeah, those guys. He, he said it's... What is it? Um, uh, what is it? What's that, what's that saying? Master of... Uh, jack uh, of all trades, master of none. Yeah, so it's a, it's a jack of all trades, but master of Star Wars. <laughs> so yeah, this that, is, what, what drives this game is the chronically good Star Wars story, which we've like, been wanting. Yeah, this this is like this is as good as the films. This may be I, better than the films. The, lane, the the what's her name? The second sister. Yep. That you're fighting, which is got kind of like your Darth Vadery kind of you know your, your main enemy. The she is so interesting. She's so charismatic, and eventually when you do see her face, we're not going to mention any spoilers or anything. I was just glued. I was like, well, I haven't been this glued in a story in ages. You can see here as well, you can also do wall running, Prince of Persia style. Hey, Dan, yeah. on that um, like second sister stuff and everything, uh, not obviously not going to spoilers, that's just the start of it. Yeah, um, I can imagine. I've been playing heaps of it this past week, and it is my, it's my game of the year, 100%. The fact that this delves so deep into like expanding the Star Wars lore and how the world works and everything, Oh my god, I That's love right. it so much. Because this is all canon now, isn't it? Yep. Because he's holding your lightsaber up with a lightsaber. I love that. When that was shown in the trailer, that's one of the things that I loved. Like, uh, I'm a stickler for details, especially in games like this, and things like um, uh, the Force Unleashed and stuff like that, where you couldn't use items that way. You couldn't use your lightsaber. Like, yep. It emits light. It's called a lightsaber, yet you couldn't use it as a torch. It used to really bug me, and I was just really impressed that they put that attention to detail to it. Mm. Yeah. So oh. this game for the for the customization-y people is, is awesome. Just your lightsaber itself. You can change everything on it. Like sheath, hilt, metal, color, everything. And, and you can do it almost... Um, and then everything you get, it feels like it's really important, but it, it's not. But you know, in other games where you like, you get a, you get customizations like, yeah, whatever, I don't care. In this one, as soon as you can change an outfit, I changed it. As soon as I, you know, you can get paint jobs for your ship. Um, I've even gone into this, you know, the supporting characters. I'm not going to go into that because they're all great as well. Um, and and some chronic just set pieces that I've had. Uh, Braden, how good was it when you come up against that at, at the ATAT that's covered yes, in weed, yeah. and it oh turns into Shadow of the Colossus, like getting up onto a giant at, at, sweet, and like you know, and it's just like, oh my god, this is so good, like. But yeah, um, imagine if you got. Taken I don't out know if it can rat. be game of the year because it isn't doing anything new. It's it doesn't not, have to. Yeah, you're it just right. has to be the best, most enjoyable game for that year. It's definitely the most enjoyable. Like game. we had this argument with Breath of the Wild. You're saying it's not a ten. It's not perfect. And my whole reprisal to that was it doesn't have to be. It just has to be an essential buy. It just has to be a game that's so good that the pros far outweigh the cons, and you just need everyone slow to down. play it. So there's all these puzzles here. Like, look, 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 slow down. That's cool. And you can see stuff that's slowing has that little <laughs> on it. Um, it looks like stasis from Breath of the Wild. Yes, it's, it's pretty much exactly the same as that. I don't know what kind of new... Like, because there's lots of force powers you can unleash. Kind of like every big temple, like force temple, you un, you uncover a new power. Is that right, Brayden? Yeah, so there's... 
Don't save them. I don't I'm not spoiling anything. Because um, there's the main force powers that we've seen. Um, and then there's a couple like little gameplay upgrades that you get. Like, it's not a spoiler. You get a double jump. That's handy. Um, but you get little stuff like that at like major story moments. And they always feel worth it. I yeah. don't like this killing the animals. And if, um, oh, is it an angry animal? So here, um, so you can you you have to physically use BD one to scan stuff if you want, and then it goes in, and you get like a little bit of lore about the universe and that creature and everything. That's cool. Like, I like you, don't, that. You, you have to scan it manually though. Like, what's he gonna do here? Now, how does it look? Like, it looks I'm, great. You played on a. You there are some. Pro there are actually yeah. There are some breathtaking moments. The opening shot, you're in like a junk. What's the planet you're on? A junk. Um, uh, it's like ski sky something. Yeah. So there's all these like um. Bespin. There's all no. these broken down. No, that's in the sky. There's all these broken down um, star destroyers, and you're walking around them. And there's a sarlacc in there as well, like at the bottom, in, like going and it's around huge. and stuff. And like, it's so, the biggest sarlacc I've ever seen. Yeah, it's a ridiculous sarlacc. It's like seven times as big as the one near Jabba's house. And um, Jabba's house. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. Anyway, I'm not going to go on about it anymore. Um, I think I've given people who um, don't be put off though with the dark. If you're not a Dark Souls person, don't be put off with the Dark Soulsness. Play it on story mode. Yeah, play it on story mode. It's the, it, And then you'll realise what Dark Souls is. And it's it's kind of like a more entry-level Dark Souls, if you know what I mean. But it's Dark still, Souls light. Light yeah, but, Souls. But it's still using all the elements. But then again, so did some other games, and they just haven't nailed it. Where well, this is just nailing it. And I think it's just the Star Wars story game that we wanted. Oh, I need to knock my mug it's off It's the, the Star Wars story that I needed. 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 All right, Jack Ball Craig, Master of Star so Wars. So this, this is your pick now? You've... you've Absurd. Uh... Yeah, yeah. Um, don't get me wrong. Control is a beautiful game and, and all of that, but this game is like. Braden, have you finished the game? Uh, no, that's the heartbreaking thing. So I borrowed it from okay. Alex. He was nice enough to lend it to me. Um, I got so far through it, and now I haven't finished it. How many hours in? Oh, it, how many is it? How many hours do we know? Oh, uh, th- let me double check. I'll double check. I think it's like 25, 30. You can get through it, but I'm exploring everything. Can you so... hear the excitement in Braden's voice? Oh, I can. Dude. It's like his gush. Uh, if we look over there, he's probably actually got froth coming out of his mouth. Honest to God. His mouth. He can't be bothered. <laughs> Honest to God. Seriously. Like, this game is perfect for me. Mm, oh. Fair enough. Well, anyway. speaking of games that are perfect for me, I'm playing Pokemon Shield. <laughs> look at that right. man. <laughs> oh, okay. Where do I start? Yes, it's exactly the same game that you've been playing for the past 20 years. 400 years. Yes, it's, uh, you know, not that different. Visually, it looks a little bit better. Uh, but man, this is the best game of the series. Out of all the games that have come before it, this is the best Pokemon main adventure game. Um, it's uh, Well, first of all, it's already sold 6 million copies. So it is now officially the fastest selling Switch game ever. Sick. Uh, so that, uh, to all the people who were urging everyone to boycott Pokemon because... Game Freak lied and... Wait, well, why would people boycott this game? Oh, there was a big... It all started at E3 uh, when Game Freak announced that no, the National Pokédex won't be there. Like, Pokémon... There will be some Pokémon. Of the 800-plus Pokémon, they're only going to take about 400 of them. And that upset people because you've had the National decks for each game leading up to it, which yeah. isn't true. Uh, Sun and Moon, you didn't either, so... It doesn't bother me. Uh... <laughs> We're going to lose any sleep over that. Uh, so that started, and then, of course, the internet trolls hooked their claws in, and they started going on 
Game Freak lied because they were saying Game Freak hadn't included things, that they were reusing models. Look, even if they did reuse models, which they haven't, I can tell you as someone who's actually played the game, which Ooh, is a, dog bum. a bit different to a lot of the trolls out there when they were complaining, uh, the models are different. They look similar because it's the same characters, but the models are different. They're rendered differently. They're a higher res model. Uh, and even if they did reuse some models, they're a company. They don't need to spend money when they've just rendered models previously, oh. like two years ago. He, sh he shrank down. He... Yeah, he's dead. I mean, he, he's, he's fainted. He's now small enough to get into a bowl. That's right. Um, so what this game does very, very well is it takes all the little one and two percenters that really annoyed me in every other Pokemon game and just tightened it up so it's a really smooth, uh, enjoyable game. You can see here the footage on screen, Pokemon are out in the wild, uh, just like Let's Go Pikachu, Let's Go Eevee. Mm -hmm. uh, but no, you can also get random encounters as well. When you're in the uh, long grass, you can see a little exclamation point uh, pop up oh. and then uh, Solid Snake jumps out and he joins you on your battle. Swink! Uh, no, so Pokemon, uh, mystery Pokemon can come up. So, uh, really, really like that. I'm not going to go into a whole heap amount of detail. I am doing a podcast audio only playthrough, which I've almost wrapped up because I've almost finished the game. So you can hear that over on the podcast service. Um, so Spotify and, and SoundCloud and all that to hear me ramble about 15 minutes each episode talking about it. Um, so... What I'm looking at it here for the first time. What is the main differences in this game to that last Pokemon game that came out? That last one, I can't remember the name. Uh, let's go Eevee. Let's the one go with Pikachu. the shinies and stuff like that. Well, this has still got shinies. I'm going to get into yeah, that but... as well. Uh, so, first of all, the towns, while they're not necessarily bigger, they feel bigger because they've been able to add things like hills and valleys mm -hmm. and different paths. So, while it's still very linear, uh, it, it gives the impression that you can... Uh, have a little bit more freedom, even though you can't at all. There's no more freedom in this game than there is in the previous ones. <laughs> Apart from when you go to the wild area, which is an open area where you can go wherever you want, where wild Pokemon roam, uh, you can have up to level 60 Pokemon walking around, and we've got like a level 10 Char... Uh, uh, yeah, small level. Yeah, small one. I can't think of you one of the 800 names. Yeah, they just... Skull Bunny. Annihilate. Skull Bunny, there you go. Uh, I chose... Uh, uh, what's his name? Monkey. Monkey Magic? Grookey. Gro Grookey. There you go. What's going on here? Grookey. Uh, you're healing your Pokemans. Oh, okay. That's a new animation. Yeah. No, see, they've got new animations. And that's look, a Rotom. Look at the one on the telemachine. Yeah, he... Uh, so that Pokemon is an electric Pokemon, but he inhabits machines. So your Pokedex is actually a Rotom deck. Oh, look, they're pixel art. So that's inside the box. They're all um, pixel art. And uh, that's where you can swap sad, them around and, and choose them. Uh, where are we now? Um... So I didn't see... Oh, sorry, Storyline. Storyline, it's really cool. Uh, they uh, lead you along the path of what you think the storyline's going to be, as it has been for the past seven generations, and but just make little deviations, which make it a lot more interesting. Lightly tell me what the story is, the opening. What, what okay, is the story? Lightly, uh, you are a kid in a town, and there is sort of like there's a soccer tournament. You know how you... It's based on uh, Europe. So uh, football over there is very, very big. Yep. And they have tournaments. Much like that, you can get endorsed to become a challenger in the gym league. If you get endorsed, you go around to the seven gyms. If you defeat the gym leaders, you get a token, which means you can enter into the Pokemon Cup. And if you win the Pokemon Cup, you go up against the uh, champion. And if you defeat that champion, you're now the champion. Okay, so it's a sports anime. Basically. So there's no, like, you're the chosen one to save the world. No, not there. in this game. Were no. there any other ones? Yes, very oh, okay. much so. 
Uh, yeah, right. Cool. So this is a, a pure sports anime, which I can always get behind. Yeah, yeah. And uh, like, there's other people, unlike other Pokemon games, there's more than just you and your ro rival going for uh, the championship cup. So you've got other people in there trying to defeat you and whatnot. There is a, a very thin-veiled storyline. But one thing I haven't been able to wrap my head around, and you'll hear this in the podcast, is I can't, I can't work out uh, who... Um, oh, that's something I need to bring up as well. Uh, I can't work out who the bad guys are. Because they, they have so everyone's many, fine. Yeah. So many red herrings where you think, oh, maybe this person, maybe this. There's been three or four times where I've gone, oh, that's that's the bad person. Is Team Rocket a bad guys? They're not. Team Rocket aren't in this. Yeah, but are they? Were yes. they? Yes, they were. They, they were, were your main bad guys. Evil corporation bent on world domination. Yes. Both of them. Team Rockets. Yeah, they just. I thought they were two. I thought they were like brother and sister. No, no, they were made for the anime. Team Rocket originally was an organization helmed by Giovanni. And Giovanni was like this culprit guy. And spoiler alert for the very first Pokemon game, he's the eighth gym leader. Wow. Bump, bump. Hey, I remember when I was 13, that blew me away. Oh, don't, yeah. Don't Macaulay me so hard. <laughs> uh, what I like about the mum, incidentally. Uh, Is that a mum? Yeah. Because she looks like a mum. Yeah. Like, if I was going to draw a mum, it would look like that. Sensible clothes, sensible shoes. You know, tired but determined look. At the start of the game, you can choose. You have very limited uh, customization uh, qualities for your avatar or your player, where you can choose the color of your skin. And the first time ever, your mum's skin changes to match the one that you choose. And I thought that was really, really Did cool. Did they do like in uh, South Park? With Are they the, on like, Instagram? The hardness no, level. No. <laughs> we won't mention. Wish that. they did though. Are they on Instagram? Yeah, it's kind of like a social media thing. So at the That's start amazing. of the game, um, instead of the professor giving you the talk about Brayden, I can hear that over here. Sorry. Uh, instead of um, the professor, Brayden, Jesus, the thirsty boy. <laughs> we know. Talk to Michaela. Uh, no, so. Mm. <laughs> Sorry, she doesn't watch. Oh, don't she? Bless. <laughs> oh, I've lost myself. Oh, you made me. You made me over here. <laughs> Pokemon. Pokemon. Kids game. Safe for kids. Make sure you check that. Click box. that box. Click, click that box. Um, what am I talking about? I don't, I don't even know. Who's Go this Applin dude? Apl oh, no, no, we'll get no, to no. that in a sec. All right. Um, I didn't see very many spoilers. I stayed away from them all. So all the new Pokemon and all the Galarian forms have been uh, surprises for me. And they've been very welcome surprise. I was very happy to see uh, the Galarian Meowth. He looks rad. And then he gets a Galarian evolution that isn't Persian. Um, the Galarian Stunkfish is instead of just like this floppy electrical fish is like a bear trap now with a pokeball mouth and it's like something out of a horror movie it's great um corsler Braden, you know who corsler is i have seen this going around corsler is a little pink coral pokemon and in this game like it's a piece of coral in this game it's white and a ghost type pokemon because the barrier reef's dying it's the you, most you... hardcore thing Pokemon has ever done. Yeah. Now uh, now Ben needs to wipe the froth from his mouth. So <laughs> yeah, not my mouth. Right. Um, I'm so excited. Did I get a photo of Grookey's final evolution? Uh, not in here. Damn. Uh, Braden, can you probably find it for me? I can find one. It's yeah. called Rillaboom. Rillaboom. No, not that one. That's oh. next. Uh, so Grookey, I, I didn't want to spoil anything, but I'm going to show this final evolution of what oh, Grookey... Oh, he's doing that, so what about these Gigamax? Is that the right word? Gigantamax, Dynamax... So what, have you encountered so, one of them? Yeah, yeah, so every... You can do raids in the wild area where you come up against other big Pokemon and you have a team of four, either your friends from your friends list or NPCs that the uh, mm -hmm. computer provides. And in these raids, you can uh, Gigantamax or Dynamax and take on and defeat them. 
Also in the gym, each of the gyms is spelt, uh, sorry, is built on a specific point where you have sort of the mystical Dynamax properties that are only in this region. So, so the bigger Mac, Big Max ones, you the basically have Pokemon. to, you have to, there he is. Like, you have to um, group up with some friends to defeat these ones like World of Warcraft. Yeah, style. yeah, basically, they're right. Raids. That's cool. So we can so see on the screen, this, now, this is uh, Grookey's final evolution. Who does that remind you of, Dan? What, uh, Big no? muscly person. With a long spiky Wait, mullet. Super Saiyan 3. Super Saiyan 3! He's I was our Super say that, but I thought I thought it might have to say Donkey Kong. <laughs> <laughs> I, when he evolved into this, I freaked out because I thought it was the coolest looking final evolution I'd ever is seen. Is that a big fringe he's got there? Yeah! It's exactly Super Saiyan 3. It really is, hey. Super Sapien is what I'm calling him. Nice. Super Sapien? Super no, Super Sapien. Okay. What's his name? His name's uh Rillaboom. He plays the drums. But yeah, his, that's the best one. See, I always find that weird. That why would there be one animal that just plays an instrument? <laughs> like, Pokemon just loses me sometimes. <laughs> oh, well. Hold on to your butt. You're about to get fall down that well. Uh, now, we know that the two worst Pokemon in the history of everything are Trubbish. Trubbish. I know that. Which is a garbage bag. And Vanillite, which is an ice cream. Uh, not to be outdone, Game Freak has come up with this little piece of crap. Applin. You saw that right? I actually had to put a question mark to know what's going on. That, that's it. That's a Pokemon. Where, that's those, an apple. Are those two things its eyes on Yep, top? that's its eyes. What's that green thing behind it? That's probably its tail. So you don't know. It's it. an apple. Good lord. What the hell? I thought we had some really cool designs in here. You look at Galarian Meowth uh, and that Stunkfish that I was talking about earlier. You look at the Galarian Zigazoon. You look at the three starter Pokemon. Amazing designs. An apple. So someone in the chat written, they like Mr. Time. Who's that? That's I think that's Mr. Mime. Oh. oh yeah. um, so no. just yep. a uh, two more things before we move on with the rest of the show because it's already halfway through. Uh, oh man, we just we just splurged. <laughs> we did. Uh, highly recommend disabling autosave because there is a bug in it where it can corrupt your SD card and you lose all your save files for every game. Yowch. So just go to manual save straight away. And finally, there is a new type of shiny. So shinies are in the game. Uh, they still have the regular odds of one in about 4,000 chance of it being a shiny without any kind of uh, cheating. Uh, not cheating, help. But there is a new shiny, so instead of it sparkling like stars, it sparkles like a uh, square. Like super shinies. Kind of, but not. And that has a one in over 65,000 chance of a random encounter. Wait, how many? So 65,000? 65,000. There's yeah. going to be like people like Planty and all those guys. I don't know if he plays that. But no. You know, people like Super Shiny. Sh sh well, hunting. Shiny, shiny Hunting's a big Oh, here we go. Now. Is this a Gigabob? Yeah, this is a, a raid. So that's a tra uh, Trap Inch Dynamax, and they're uh, they're raiding that Trap Inch. So if you beat him, can mm -hmm. you use him then? You can catch You have the opportunity to catch What's him. What's that watch? He's got an Apple watch. That's how you Dynamax. <laughs> an Applin watch. It's a... No, no, Brayden. Applin no. watch. That was good. No, it wasn't. That was heaps good. I'm ending this segment now. Cut it. Cut it. And we're back from the horrible land of puns, where I usually roam, but not anymore, because I'm here to tell you about the latest gaming news. Don't get that excited. All right, yeah, I shouldn't. I'm yeah, pumped. Yeah, you're blue. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Ben. Don't forget to like, subscribe in the next 10 seconds so you can have good luck with your games. Waka waka hey. Ah, the Stadia's out in the US. <laughs> the what? Oh, yes. <laughs> the, the Google Stadia. 
so uh, it's not been officially released, I don't think. We have to say what it is first. Um, so it's a streaming-based gaming platform on, made by Google. On the internet. On the internet. So I've been reading some reviews. Um, initial reports and reviews have it having very little latency issues. Uh, That's but a good thing. It is, but at the moment, uh, the servers... Uh, so at the moment of the time of that review, the servers were nowhere near full, and they only had six games on offer. So this is obviously done pre-release. Mm -hmm. um, so there's no telling how it's going to go once the servers sort of build up a bit. And voice chat wasn't yet available, so I so don't know how that was going. This is like a streaming you. service. Does that mean you don't download the game? You just correct play them and they work. Yes. You got Mortal Kombat 11 here. Yep. Um, so the controller, which is not uh, necessary for Stadia, you can use a PlayStation or an Xbox controller with it. Yep. Is double the price of the PS4 and Xbox controller due to its built-in radio Wi-Fi transmitter. So that's how it uh, conquers the latency. It pins the servers. Um, yeah, not, yeah, it makes not, sense. Not the uh, console, because there is no console. So they're, they're working around it. They're actually trying stuff out, which is yeah, nice. Um, instead of just complaining about it. No. <laughs> what isn't nice, though, is that you pay $10 a month US for your basic plan in order to use the subscription service. Then you have to purchase the game on top of it. Oh. What? Yeah. So it's not like Netflix, where you pay the subscription, you've got all these games. It's not like Games Pass. You have to purchase those games in order to play them. How much are they? Well, the cheapest one that was out at the moment was one of the Tomb Raider games for $20 US. But you're mm. looking at like full price for Mortal Kombat, $60 US to play it. Okay, so that doesn't sound like the best deal. No. All Especially when a lot of the I games... Was like, oh, I'm impressed. And now I'm like, no, I'm not. I've actually got the launch list here that was updated I, on the I, 18th. I actually have created a graphics for it. Oh, have you? Uh, yeah. Did oh, I good work. Oh, yeah, you did. Here we go. I didn't even notice this was here. Hold up. All go. right. So okay. there is... Just in case you want to... It says 22 games, which you can see there. I did um, take out your notes. Oh, good. <laughs> uh, three of which are the Tomb Raider games. So out of 22 games, three are Tomb Raider. But you have to pay for them all. You do have to pay for them. You have to So it's them. just like buying them? Yes. So it's null and void no, as a so, platform? No, not really. The main thing here is that I can play it um, on my phone, put it down, and then pick it up on my computer. And then go inside and pick it up on whatever device I have. Yeah, that's like the Apple one. Yeah, but you have to pay for them. Yeah, so that's what, weird. So what you're saying here, the only thing they've introduced is like cross-play. Cross-play. Yeah, basically. And you still buy the game. Yep. And there's only one uh, exclusive to the uh, to it as well. A game called Guilt. Braden, we got some footage of Guilt. Yes, we got a trailer, I think. Here we go. Um, so this was the only exclusive game that came out of it so far. There are more coming out. They've announced games that are coming out soon. Uh, however, this was the only one that was available at so the So I looked at this game. This game just looks like Alan Wake kid version. <laughs> like, it is. Like, you shine the torches on the monsters. They away and stuff. But it's like, it's not for kids. They're just, you are a kid and all the things are like monstery kid things. Monstery kids. But like, did you ever play Alan Wake? No. Like, one of my favourite game companies. I forgot the name. Um, <laughs> the, the people that did Control. What are those guys' names? Um, yep. Yeah. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Remedy. Remedy. Um, yeah, so if you look here, look at this. It's still scary. Yeah. And weird. But like, it is just... It's almost like a, uh, a claymation type Coraline. Yeah. But it is Alan Wake. Like, That's you cool. See, you can see his monsters here, but like, the way you, you, you torch him. Mm. Like, boof. Boof. Anyway, um, reviewer Kevin Lee of IGN has noted that it chews through data as well. So he uh, was saying, and I quote, In just five minutes, I saw Destiny 2 use anywhere between 833 meg to 1.2 gig of bandwidth. 
In 30 minutes, my bandwidth usage ballooned to 6.2 gig and then 9.5 gig after a full hour. It's all right. I've got unlimited in internet anyway. I think most people do as well, but if you're someone who doesn't, doesn't? have that... Yeah, oh yeah. Um, but if you're someone who doesn't have it, you're not going to... If you can't afford big internet, you're not going to afford that. Uh, there were some latency issues on launch day uh, when the servers were up. Uh, with MK2 and Destiny 2 being almost unplayable. Yowch. Oof. So... That's right, it's not like they're big games or anything. No, if you want to read more about it and want to uh, see what a professional journalist thinks of it, head on over to IGN and read Kevin Lee's ongoing review at the moment. Mm. Not that we do scores here or talk about it, but at the moment he's giving it a 6 out of 10. Ooh. Mm. Alright, next bit of news I'm going to throw over to you, Dan, because it's right up your ballpark. Alright, so yesterday, was it yesterday? Yep. Yeah, yesterday, out of the blue, as usual, Valve just decided to drop a, a tweet like, Dudes, we've made a new Half-Life game. <laughs> <laughs> After all 15, the... 15, it's been, uh, sorry, today was 15 years since Half-Life 2 was released. So that wow. everyone has been going like, make Half-Life, no, new Half-Life, whole new Half-Life, new Half-Life. And they're like, dudes, we made Portal, new Half-Life, we want new Half-Life. Dudes, we made Left 4 Dead. No, was that, what was it? Yeah. yeah. Left 4 Dead. Yeah. Anyhow, they've been avoiding Half-Life for years. And as people who watch the show know, is my favourite game series. Um, got him, got him, one of them here. Uh, and they just drop it. And this is, I'm just going to talk about this quickly. Yeah, for this is what... This is why Valve wins. They don't do hype. Mm. They don't. They don't do any hype. No one knew this existed until yesterday. And then this morning, at like five thirty in the morning, they bring out the trailer for it. Yep. And here it is. Down Not only here. that, they had Jeff wait. Keely. Jeff Keely. So it's called Half Life, Alex, which is the character thing, and it's a full VR game, a fifteen-hour VR game. You can see it. I wish we could play this in big screen. Um, I don't know if we can, but we, we definitely can't. We definitely can't. This looks chronically good. I showed this to my wife who doesn't care about any of this stuff, and she was like, cool. Look at this stuff. Like, good lord. And all the um the characters, so many of them are New Zealand. Yeah. I think it's the is it is it the dude from Flight of the Concords? Uh, it wouldn't surprise me if he's in there. You know, uh, look at this. So, you, I don't know, uh, the comedy in this bit here, there's comedy that was actually funny. Um, And from what it looks like, see, this is Valve, right? This is this is the company who comes in, in you know, everyone's like, on the internet, caring about Pokedexes. Everyone's on the internet going, oh, this game's not God, very good. good. And then Valve just comes in and just steps on everyone's neck with, like, you know, something that they didn't expect. And it happens every time. It happened with Portal. It happened with Half-Life. It happens with Left 4 Dead. I don't expect the Left 4 Dead. Left 4 Dead created a whole genre of that style of game of the four players. And, and now they've just come in and they're like, dudes, VR now officially exists. Yep. <laughs> now, we were talking about this before the show. Uh, where you said that you were worried that Steam's only getting on the VR train now after, like, was it four years that yeah, it's been yeah. up and going? I think it's the opposite. I think it's a really good decision because they've been able to sit back and look at what went wrong for everyone else and then have just come in and gone, right, here's our $8,000 VR unit. Uh, go yeah, for it. Yeah, yeah, you, you can. Well, the other thing is as well, like, Half-Life, see, I've got, I've got, I'm really excited about this because Half-Life is their baby. Half-Life is the thing they've held on to for, like, 15 years. They're obviously years. very protective of it. Oh, look at this. There's a shot here from Half-Life 2. Right. So, um, I put this in here because um, you play um, Alex, which is that girl right there. So, you, 
You're a secondary friend in Half-Life 2 the whole way through. You play in this new one, you play as her. I don't like how they spelled her name. I reckon it's white trash. But that's cool. Um, <laughs> um, I don't mind if they do that. So, I've lost my train of thought. It was too good. <laughs> All right. Seriously, um, that, so that... you can see here, you've got these two, um, in, in, the, in the original trailer that's coming out in Half-Life, you have these two gloves. It looks like, from what it looks like, it looks like they're like, they're like gravity gloves. Yeah. So you can pull stuff forward and, and back and stuff. The main thing I'm worried about is like VR still hasn't got rid of that thing of feeling sick from moving around. And this game, Half-Life is a fast-paced game. And this game looks like a fast-paced VR game. So they, they must have somehow worked out how to make a movement system that doesn't make you feel sick. Mm. Which I don't even know how they're going to do. Which you know they're going to do. In this bit up here, like um, the bit where you can see her like is a shelf and she like moves everything yeah. away. and um, It looks yeah. amazing. And then she reloads the gun. Here, just this bit here. This is my last bit. Look at it. Finds the bullets. Puts him in the gun. Look at this animation, like actually doing it, and then you're like, "Damn!" How does that do that? It's pretty good. Anyhow, it's out. I'm leaving. I'm, leaving. I'm cutting. Well, it off it's there. not out yet. Leaks are suggesting that it is out March 2020. Yeah, it's in the the, the trailer. End of the trailer. Okay, I'm gonna burn through uh, these other little news notes we got here. Street Fighter V Champion Edition has been announced. Uh, it comes with all the DLC, which is 40 characters, 34 stage, and over 200 costumes. Uh, fighters have been rebalanced, and you can choose to be Gil, who was the big bad of Street Fighter Three, because as we know, it goes Street Fighter, Street Fighter Two, Street Fighter Four, Street Fighter Five, Street Fighter Three. Good. Uh, you can buy separately or upgrade in the store from February 14th, Valentine's Day. So, did honey, the, you know what to get me. Did the guy that does the Fast and the Furious movies in that, like, number those games? <laughs> he must have. <laughs> uh, Phil Spencer has come out and said Microsoft aims to support its Play Anywhere scheme into the next generation, allowing cross-play, cross-buy, cross-saves, and achievements across Xbox One, Xbox Scarlet, and Windows and PC uh, platforms. That hmm. is the word. Nice. Uh, they're Good hoping. They hope, well, they're hoping this will now one swift movement from one uh, generation to the next. Uh, and lastly, last little bit of news, which was very welcome. Trover saves the universe is coming to the Switch on November twenty eighth, which is next week, and Xbox December second. So Trover is the VR game by the Rick and Morty team. Yep. Well, not, uh, no, it's just Joel, Justin Rowland. But all the voices are all there. Like... Well, that's because Justin Rowland does all the voices. Is he Rick and Morty? Yeah. Oh, no wonder. Justin Rowland is everyone on that show. Oh, <laughs> I, did, I didn't know that. Um, so this is a bit weird because it's a VR game on Switch that doesn't have VR. Mm. So you oh, can no, play No, we've got the, the Labo VR. Slow blink. Um, can you, you imagine if they drop this game on Switch only accessible through Labo VR? Oof. Okay, so let's, let's run into the next section. Deals! Deals! I still haven't made an animation for this. But... That's right. So I'm going to get into this. I'm going to just run through these quickly just because All right. we're going way over time now. I will just we... say beforehand that uh, Black Friday is coming up. Black Friday. Friday. Black Friday sales are coming up and we're actually getting them over here digitally this time round. I had a look at some of the specials that are on the Switch and there is like 50 to 60% off some games. Like Dragon Ball Fighter Z is 60% off. Yeah, nice. So uh, that's December 1st. So we'll talk about that yeah. next show. But Dan. More, more to come. More what to deals come. do we have? So PlayStation this week, we have Metal Gear Solid 5 Definitive Experience for 10 bucks. That's awesome. Jesus. Um, yeah. Great, great game. And also, just on the, the, the coattails of that, you can just get the Metal Gear 5 for $7.55. So that's a good one. Um, GTA San Andreas and GTA Vice City are for $11.25 this week. Canis, I can never say this name. Bully. Bully. <laughs> um, Canis 
Canon Edit. Canis, Canem Edit. Is um, $11.25. I, I, if you haven't played that, go pick that up. That's a great Rockstar game, which I've all, I'm always going on about. I love Yep. Um, and lastly, for PlayStation, we have Kingdom Hearts 3 for 32 bucks and 98 cents, which isn't that good a deal. No, it's not that good a game either. No, not that good. Um, over to Xbox, we have um, the only deals we have this, this year are um, deals in gold. So, so games with gold, you need to be a gold subscriber in order to get these deals. So people like me who don't have gold can't get these deals, so... But they do have... Well, not really, because you look at what's there for offer, you can get these two games. Yep. Nickelodeon Kart Races and NASCAR for $25 each. Or, basically what they're doing is just pushing people towards Games Pass. They want yeah. everyone to be on Games Pass, and you'd be stupid not to. They're all car games. Yeah. Yeah, and then last but not least, Switch. Switch uh, deals. Deal. Switch deals has uh, Rayman Legends for seventeen ninety eight. Yep. And Super Hot for twenty eight seventy six, which you should get. And last but not least, clearly the best game, which I mentioned. Game of the year coming right up now. You can see it on screen. Crypt of the Certain Ki Serpent King for a dollar forty nine. Look at this game. Look at it. Isn't it amazing? You, you're it. always coming up against one one person and graphics that I've not seen since Doom back in nineteen ninety eight. Uh, not even Doom. Look at him! Look at him! The axe doesn't move when you step to the side. <laughs> How much was this on sale for? A dollar fifty. That's too much. Yeah, that, that is too much. There's a key just sitting there. I can't believe this game even exists. It looks like a Windows. Oh, two, two sprites on screen. Oh man, it the look... switch should be overheating. <laughs> it looks like a Windows screensaver. Hey? It does. <laughs> like it's it's whack. awful. It is woeful. How that... did this even get on the switch look at store? These snakes. Oh, there's a lot of shovelware on there. There is Anyhow. a. I should probably do that. Search for the worst looking game each week. Let's shovel switch. Let's work, let's go to something a little bit more lighthearted than these awful, awful times. It's been a busy, busy week for our Lord and Savior Kojima-san. Uh, early last week, before or just after the release of Death Stranding, his first big game from Kojima Productions after they came together after the big Konami-ocalypse. Oh, good one. Nice. That's a good one. I like that. Uh, Kojima received a world record from the Guinness World Record people for being the most followed game developer on social media. <laughs> These records are getting very specific. Very. Uh, and since we don't have footage of that, today, Friday, the, what is it, 22nd? Yep. Of November 2019 is Mads Mikkelsen's... Mads Mikkelsen? <laughs> ...birthday. So Kojima made him a cake. This was a video, but I, I just got a screenshot. Beautiful. Cake for Mads. Why is he still in the, like... Does he ever take that Death Stranding t-shirt off or leave that studio? <laughs> Yeah, that's what no, I was thinking. He's on a world tour. Why? No, but why is he constantly in the um, area where they like get facial capture? Well, maybe he's making another game already. Because that's where all the coolest Ooh. people go. Anyway, it's time to thank some people. Dan. Thank you to our Patreons, our beautiful, beautiful people over on Patreon. Um, these are, as we, you know, as everyone knows, if you're a top tier Patreon, you get mentioned at every show. So thank you to Ashra, thank you to Floppy, thank you to Henry Gupta, thank you to Todd R, thank you to Tom P, thank you to Mike Town, thank you to Karen, thank you to Ash, and thank you to Dylan Stevens. You are top, our top Patreons, we love you guys, thank you so top much. Top Patreons, and as a reward, they get to see Dino More and jump into the chat live with us. We're filming that after tonight's show. It goes up for everyone else at the end of the month. But if you're a lower tier Patreon supporter, so $1 or $5, you get it earlier as well. It's just the uh, the $10 a month Patreon people get it 
live. And if you'd like to be a Patreon, head on over to patreon.com backslash hackthedino and back us for only $10 a month. It's true. Well it's worth true. it. Uh, and before we move on to TOTS, I just want to bring up now voting for our game awards for this year, yes. which will be revealed at our end of year show, which you can come to if you're in Adelaide on the 14th of December over at Greenlight Comics. Um, we're having a live show. It's going to be a game show. Braden's going to host. It's going to be a lot of fun. You'll be able to hang out with us and say all the kinds of words that we like to hear, such as, you're awesome. I love you. No, not so much that one. That's helped my child. That... <laughs> you owe me paternity. Um... Those words. <laughs> all those words. Uh, we have voting for our awards ceremony that will take place, including game of the year. So if you've got a minute on uh, on your hands and you don't know what to do with your hands and not be a pianist, uh, head on over to bit.ly backslash dino awards. Link That's... in the description and Braden will put it up in the chat right now. Yeah, I'm he on will. it. Let's move on to Tots. Pokemon! Welcome to the topic of the show. Which is, as I read it off the theme... Most important games of the last decade. <laughs> okay, so with the, de uh, the decade... With the decade quickly coming to an end, we look at the most important games from each of the ten years within that decade. So, Dan, do you want to kick it off at 2010? What was the most important game that came of out? Of that decade? Uh, <laughs> so obviously, is that like Powerade or Gatorade? Yeah, Power Thirst. Um, so obviously 2010 was the creation year of Minecraft. So Minecraft, as we know, very important. Yep, yep. Um, it Huge phenomenon. It basically introduced Lego to kids who didn't know how to not watch TV. <laughs> and yeah, um, I remember like, um, the first time I heard about Minecraft, I got a, um, uh, a kind of a, an arty developer mate. He's like, you never heard of Minecraft? And I was like, I have no idea what you're talking about. And I went and checked it out and I was like, I hate this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, being a, such a graphics dude from way back, like, I was like, it's just squares. See, I was the opposite. I loved it because I freaking love 8-bit uh, graphics. But it's not even 8-bit. No, it's not. It's this weird hybrid. But anyway. It's like gross bit. But anyhow, um, so a new... What, what have we got in here? Um, so I'm still going got? strong today. With uh, DSC and mods by the support base, so you can have things like Doctor Who in there. You can have things uh, like there's with the Switch. You've got um, uh, a Nintendo one where yeah, all yep. the blocks are all Nintendo blocks and characters. Uh, you have got uh, a Pokemon one where you can capture Pokemon in the wild in the Minecraft world. It's absolutely huge and continues to grow and grow and grow. I've got a nephew who's eight years old and he's obsessed with Minecraft. Still wears Minecraft shirts and loves the game. Yeah, well, the, the Minecraft comics are a really good seller still at, my, at, at, at Greenlight Comics. Like, it's, it's, it's a great... It changed. It changed a lot of. It changed gaming for a lot of people. A lot of poor old parents suddenly knew what video games were again. Uh, other notable mentions that came out in 2010 include Red Dead Redemption. I said 2010. <laughs> I've got a blocked nose. Leave me alone. Uh, Fallout New Vegas and Limbo. Limbo, the old start of the oh, yeah. let's let's kill kids games. Yep, yep. <laughs> and obviously those other two games are very, very, very important to gaming history. But Minecraft just edged it out. Okay. 2011, Dan. Moving on to 2011. <laughs> Skyrim. Skyrim. Very important game. Game that possibly do what's you, a game that you can play on every system. Yep. Um, and even non-systems like uh, Google's Home. Yeah, I was going to say Google Home, you can play this on. My Remember app. that was announced? Like everyone thought it was a joke? Well, and what's then the next joke? day it was like, 
No, it was they, a joke. Actually, no, they, no, it released the next day as a D&D campaign oh. on your uh, Google Home. So you can go to Google, Alexa, play Skyrim. Skyrim, still so live now. My arm, as it just coming out on the Switch and stuff like that. Because, you know, Switch it is up. It came out at launch. Switch is up Calm to date. Down. You know, 2011 game. Sure. What's going on here? There's a dragon. Yeah. It's the opening right. of the game. <laughs> yeah. Um, very important game. Um, got a lot of people into these very long, lengthy uh, fantasy-based games. A lot of people that wouldn't have been exposed to games kind of like this started playing these games. So... Mm. Very important game up there. 2011, you get Skyrim. Well, and they also got Portal 2, Dark Souls, and Duke Nukem Forever. That's Ever right. You can have important games that weren't any good. Now, the reason Duke Nukem 2 was an honourable mention, well, not an honourable mention, a dishonourable mention, was because it was hyped for years and people were really pumped when it came out and then played it and went, Oh, I, never mind. I didn't mind it. It was okay. Yeah, but yeah, it wasn't worth it. Wasn't worth the, the the forty-five years that I waited for it. 2012, Mass Effect Three. Mm, now, why is this one on the list? Because that wasn't necessarily the best game to come out that year. Um, it's the first time that fans, uh, mouthy fans, <laughs> yep, um, got their way and changed the ending of the game. Yep, a la like the Sonic film. Yep. Yep. It's coming out now. And it's what a... they tried to do with Pokemon, but that failed miserably, so, didn't it, you jerk? So this is the start of the end, this one was. This is like when the internet got more got more pull than a creator. Mm. Um, which isn't necessarily a good thing. No. But that's okay. But Mass Effect within itself. Uh, my Mass Effect story is I played Mass Effect and I couldn't sleep with anyone. Well, it doesn't surprise the, One of the biggest things, I know, I. One of the biggest things of the game, everyone's always talked about, you know, you can get them like to hang, like sleep, you, the characters to sleep with each other. I couldn't sleep with anyone. But then I remember... For the kids in the chat, Dan means having sleepovers. Yes, yes, Where you can much. play Minecraft together. Or have relationships. Or have relationships with people. But I couldn't. High five. But then I figured, it's probably okay, because I'd be up, prefer to be able to have relationships in real life and fail in video games than vice versa. Like yeah, a good lot call. Of, like a lot of other people. All right, so... 2012... Mass Effect 3. Okay. The most, the most important game of 2003. And because of the reaction. 13, sorry. The, the, the bad 12. path that it's uh, putting us and because down. Of, yeah, and because of the um, the wake that it, the wake of destruction that it's left in its wake. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, Honourable mentions include Journey, which was the game of the year that year. That is an absolutely beautiful game. Had the hidden online co-op for the very first time. People didn't realise that the person you were playing with was actual another person. Uh, with music by Austrian Wintery, and it is just spectacular uh, all in itself. Uh, also, I didn't know the person was another person. Didn't you? No. In Journey. I played it as well. Yeah, it's another person playing the game. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder they didn't make any sense. How long have we been doing our show? Uh, and Telltale's The Walking Dead, uh, which came, which revived the sort of proof and, uh, sorry, proof and click, point and click adventure games that a lot of places still use today. Not necessarily Telltale because they went bankrupt. Yeah. But Ooh, too other many games, IPs. Too many IPs. Yeah. Not enough. Not enough original IP. All right. Now it's time for 2013, Dan. 2013, The Last of Us. Now this oh, game. Yes. This game brought back the story. It's just like, you know, we're a video game, but there's no reason why we can't have the most shocking, cutting edge, edge you see, look how cool this is, touching, beautiful tale of gaming storiness. And I might be incorrect, but single player adventure game? Third person. What? Yeah, I know. Oh, the thing oh. that Dan's been saying for years. Is this our new 2.5D? <laughs> no. Shut up, Ray. This is 2.5D, yeah. Um, so, yeah, suddenly, uh, I mean, 
if 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 you played this game, just the opening of this game is Ugh. chronically full on. Awful. Um, it's awful, awful, but it still it left a bloody it left a, an imprint, a footprint, if you will, on my face for months. Mm. Um, just the opening of this game, like. You won't play... I've never had the first hour of a game affect me that much. Usually the only the, the end hours of games affect me. Do you know what I mean? Because you put so much effort in it. This game straight away just like... Broke, Try playing this game with a daughter of your own. No, don't. Um, so yeah, and then, so this brought in this new... This new vibe of this beautifully well... Like, suddenly games could have great stories. I mean, games had had good stories before this, but this game really knocked it up a notch. Um... In my opinion. No, in our opinion. In our opinion. In, in the Hack the Dino opinion, opinion-verse. <laughs> uh, notable mentions for 2013 include Grand Theft... Oh, I almost said Grand Turismo. Uh, Grand Theft Auto V, which is still making huge amounts of money. Uh, and DuckTales Remastered, because I love this game and no one will tell me otherwise. It's Woo! a good game. It's a great game. It's on Disney+. Plus. DuckTales. Yeah, Duck yeah old one <laughs> and the new one. New one, voiced by David Tennant. Hell yeah. Oh yeah, that's really good written, really well written as well. Yeah. Anyway, 2014. 2014 had Destiny. Bum, bum, bum. The start of a game that doesn't have to be finished to be bought out. That's right. <laughs> um, so th this game, I'm just going to go a bit left cent off left off center here and say this game was already out in the form of Warframe. This yep. is a clone of this game was already out. It was free, uh, and then. These guys came along and and basically reskinned it and bought it out as Destiny. So I'm just going to say that. But they did change the layout of gaming here. Um, I must admit, I, I got into this so much with a team of dudes. This was my last online experience that worked for me with Destiny. I haven't been back since then. Um, but as I said, it it was so not a finished game when it came out. And now games are like taken in that stride and gone like, okay, we can just bring out a bit of a game and then just... Release the rest as DLC. Or oh, can they? Oh, oh yeah, they, they can't because then Destiny 2 and Anthem did it. And where are they? They're in a shallow grave at the bottom of the torrents. <laughs> or the bargain bin, whichever one. We got given copies of Destiny 2 the other day. <laughs> yeah, we actually got... Give it, like, physically, here you go, guys. We're supposed to throw these out. From a shop, they went, here's the free game because it's free, but you can just have our games that we've paid money for because we don't know what to do with them because they just... No, well, he, no, this person had to destroy those discs. Because, because of the case of the game, you could buy the game, and then the game went free to play. Yeah. So every every physical shop that had them just went, oh, well, beans. Yeah, that mm. happens a lot, I've noticed these days. Like mm. I always look at the, see the games in the shop that are free now, and they're still on the shop shelf, and I'm like, you poor sick. <laughs> uh, non honorable mentions for 2014 include South Park, The Stick of Truth, uh, purely because it showed what a joke the Australian rating system is uh, for <laughs> games. Uh, do you remember what scene got cut out? Yep. It was oh, Randy the... getting an anal probe from the aliens. You got the crying koala. Yeah, we Which just you a... can just see on YouTube. Yeah, but no, we got a crying koala instead. And also Shovel Knight came out. Possibly responsible for the resurgence of all Metroidvania pixel art indie games. Mm -hmm. Alright, 2015. 2015. Uh, a game that I think was very, very important for this year. Uh, even more so, well, people are going to disagree with me, but it's my list, so what? Uh, Super Mario Maker, the first one came out. I think this is absolutely huge because not only did that man there launch his career off it, Mr. A Game. When will we see him again? Ooh, I don't know. Uh, Hello, show. Shh, it's not been announced yet. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> 
Oh, I mean, bother, nothing. Bother, bother, bother. Uh, but it's proof that not all people should be building Mario Brothers courses. Yeah, man. <laughs> but this was a lot of fun, besides the automated levels. Screw them. Other mo uh, um, some notable mentions for that year. Mm -hmm. Fallout 4. Yep. Um, Splatoon. So finally a, a kid-friendly third person. Oh, yes, sorry. Third per another th third another person. Another third person, yeah. Um... Uh, online game for kids, which is weird to do an online game for kids. Yep. That is weird because everyone's all like, kids, no online. And then they're like, hey kids, online. That's alright because Nintendo's online infrastructure is so horrible, there's no chance of you being able to connect with anyone. And then also The Witcher 3 came out then. Where mm. the, oh, the old bathtub game. Mm. Where you get the old to, bathtub you, game. Yeah, you yeah. get to be, have your be naked man in a bathtub. Brayden, are you still doing your uh, nostalgia? Yeah, um, so because Nostalgia, obviously with The Witcher, uh, Netflix series coming out soon, and then also City Project Red coming out with Cyberpunk 2077 next year, um, I'm actually going back and playing a bunch of the old Witcher games. So I'm in the middle of two at the moment. So there's a link in the description to follow me on Twitch, and I'll be playing that. Yeah, nice, nice, nice. Uh, 2016 saw perhaps one of the most important mobile games ever. Pokemon Go, a game that is still going extremely strong today. Today, today, today. Freudian slip. Uh, today, I still play this game every single day. Uh, it's a phenomenon like Minecraft. Everyone was playing it. Uh, everyone was enjoying it. You still see scenes. Uh, well, back then you saw scenes of people going, "Oh, it's a Charizard over here!" and just masses and masses of people running towards this place to get a little digital person on their uh, on their game. People finally got to get out of the house. They did, and it helped people. It helped people. Uh, I read stories Fitness. about people being able to get on top of their anxiety and depression because they were getting out of the house and exercising more and, and being around like-minded people and maybe didn't feel like they were so alone meeting new people. It was really, really cool. Uh, the game's completely changed since launch in the three years it's been out. It's now got uh, Team Rocket in there. It's got raid bosses. It's a lot more... Um, it, it's a lot more heavier on uh, uh, words that I'm trying to think of. They have events a lot, is what I'm trying to get at. Mm. They have almost weekly events. They have shiny Pokemon, which is huge. You can see here is Giovanni's, the main uh, raid boss uh, for this little uh, thing <laughs> that you have. Yeah, he doesn't have eyebrows. This little <laughs> portion thing. Anyway, great game. Everyone should still play it and then give me their shinies. And some notable mentions for 2016 is obviously Overwatch. Yep. Um, coming in with their, you know, their cartoon, fast-paced, online, whatever it is. Hero shooter. shooter. Hero shooter with... Um, Stories for each of their characters and Firewatch. Yeah. Which shows also that you can tell a story <laughs> in a game. That's right. One thing you can do in a story is tell a game. Tell a game in a story. Okay, no surprises here. 2017 in the past decade, most predominant game year is Breath of the Wild. Big year. It's a huge year for games. Yeah. Bam, Breath of the Wild. Once again, it's the A game. <laughs> uh, it's the game that proved that Nintendo still had what it takes to make an excellent, fantastic game. Uh, it's a complete revamp of the series while still holding true to the Zelda franchise. It helped Nintendo. Uh, blah, blah, blah. It helped Nintendo recover after the disaster that was the Wii U, even though it was released on the Wii U, and I don't think the Wii U was that bad a system. Yeah, yeah. Is that all you got to talk about? Yeah, yeah. Well, well that, that, that's you. Yes, you holding back. Well, we're no, running. Just... Shh. 
<laughs> Some notable mentions though for 2017. Uh, this was a great year. Horizon Zero Dawn. Oh, that was cool. such a good game. That was robbed by Breath of the Wild. It came oh, out yeah. a month before Breath of the Wild, and yep. like then its DLC came out a month before the Zelda Breath yeah, yeah. Uh, DLC. Yeah, it, it was unfortunate. That game though, if you haven't played that, pick it up in a bargain bin. It's pretty much one of the best. You can games. get it for seventeen dollars at the moment in Australia. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Deals. Deals. Um, Cuphead came out, revitalized, like, you know, with their, their new vibe of what, you know. Oh, that game was beautiful. Yeah, well, it, it's look, it's very, animation. the most, a very, very, very unique looking game. Resident Evil 7 remake. No, mm. Resident Evil 7. Yeah. The scariest, most grossest, most hideous game in the world. And Nier Automata, one of my all-time personal favorites. Hollow Knight. Hollow Knight, the boys from Team Cherry, who we've had on the show way, way, way back on episode 14. Mm. Uh, we had Team Cherry on there. They're a little bit busy at the moment, so they can't come back on. But one day, hopefully, we'll have Team Cherry on again. And then the grandparent of Fortnite, PUBG. Oh, not really. Sort of like the stepbrother. Step, the, yeah. The, or the, the grandparent was... Uh, it's the older deform, brother. The cousin. Yeah. 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 Um, PUBG. Getting that, uh, just, you know... People just getting into that that royale vibe, mm, and it's a good thing too because 2018 we saw Fortnite burst onto the shores of the island of us of world. Uh, <laughs> it was another crazy year for games. It was uh, Fortnite was a worldwide phenomenon with uh, recently 16 year old Booger winning three million dollars in the Fortnite World Cup. Uh, not bad for a game that's still technically in early access. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yes. What, what else can you say? It, everyone knows Fortnite. It was in Endgame, Avengers Endgame as a gag. Uh, it's was it? ongoing. Yeah, ongoing. Cool. And me playing it with Thor. Oh yeah. Uh, it, it's oh, it, it's a great game. It's fun. I mean, the player base is dying off slightly, but. The player base dying off is here, and then every other game is here. So yeah, they don't have a lot to worry about. True. Yeah, some other, billions of dollars. Some other mentions for that year. God of War. Mm -hmm. As in uh, Game of the Year. Yep. Red Dead 2. Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Spider-Man was great. Spider-Man. Spider-Man's a weird one. Like It's such a great game. But mm. like, no, it's, I kind of got forgotten, it's a great game. but it's not. Yeah. You know, there's, like a big, there's a big... Mm, I think it. what it is, people have played it, but they just haven't completed it. Yeah, that's true, yeah. Assassin's Creed Odyssey, whatever. People um, like it. <laughs> oh, it was a very well-received game. Yeah, it yeah. was really good. Celeste. Um, Great game. Pick, uh, you know, nearly game of the year pixel art game, which yep. is unheard of. Yeah. I mean, we, you know, how many years has it been since Pixels? About 25. Um, <laughs> Smash Brothers Ultimate. Yep. Yeah. That's a big one. Yeah, yeah, that's a big one. That's very big, and it continues to get bigger. And, and uh, then the most everyone's here. the most notable game of the year, but not for being good, is Fallout seventy six. Yeah, we've said enough like, about let's this. Note the note Oof. to note about. Look, mm. people who know it's bad know that it's bad. People who don't think it's bad will yell at you and call you basic because they know so much more than you do. Uh, so we're just going to leave it there. Fallout seventy six sucks ass. All right, two thousand nineteen. Ooh. I'm making a big call here. The most notable game to round out the decade is Death Stranding. Yep. It is a beautiful, deliberately placed, paced game that fully transports the player into its world. Um, the world building is absolutely sublime. Uh, the acting is fantastic. Uh, this should be the standard of which character-based games take their lead from in the future. Brilliant game. It is a very, 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 very good game. It, um... Yeah, it... It's, another, it's, another, it's another really, really good game, a yep. year for games this year. Yep. Uh, but yeah, this game is a very, very good game. And it, 
if you're, if you're going to pull back and look at games as a whole and as an art form and as playability and as ideas and stuff like that, this is definitely the best game of the year. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, yep. kind of thing. Yeah. Um, whether the world sees it as the most fun game of the year, it's yeah. a, that's a different category. There's two different games. Fun and best. Well, I remember reading Kojima said that he uh, doesn't think a lot of... Americans got the hang of it because they're used to first-person shooters and it's action and bang, 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 bang. Whereas he has made a deliberately slow-paced game. I saw reviewers complaining about how many cutscenes there were, it's like to take a many. shower. No, I was oh, I have to skip six cutscenes if I don't want to see a shower. Kojima did that because he wants you not to skip them. He wants you to have that pacing. He wants you to feel like you're there with Norman Reedus, which is why Norman Reedus breaks the fourth wall. And like he goes, hey, look, check out my toys. And if you try and look at his wang, he punches you in the face. I've heard. Um, He's got that mirror thing. You can go over the mirror yeah. and do all sorts of yeah, stuff. Yeah, pull faces and everything, take a photo. BB and... gives you some lights for it and stuff. Yeah. How's this bit we're on scene here? Like, there's these monsters around you. The and BTs. Like the, the ground around you, the world, the, the, the trees from it grow, the weeds. That's and, one of the things then, I love. And then they wilter away. Like, it's really weird. And it's cool. a really cool juxtaposition because usually we think uh, everything returning to nature is a good thing. But what they've got here is that's a sign that the BTs are getting close, that, that all these sprouts start to pop up everywhere. And, you go, oh, you become fearful of nature. It's sort of like nature trying to reclaim the Itself. world it, yeah oh it's so brilliant and i cannot wait to sit down and write like a to big... find out what it's about oh it'll take me four years but i'll get there have you the seen end. yeah things spinning around have you seen it tap you on the shoulder yeah and stuff like that yeah. and like yeah, yeah. it's weird but oh, it's great. great game honorable great game. mentions for this year. honorable mentions pokemon sword and shield yeah obviously it's the best of the series jedi fallen order yeah as in we've just all right star pipe... wars games are back baby pipe down Sekiro. Um, what was it called? Shadows Die Twice? Yep, yep. Shadows Die Twice. Mortal Kombat 11, as in being... That was a good game. Another reinvention of the series. Mm, and the most violent thing ever known to man. Yep. Um, and and then the hypest, failest, mon mon monstrosity, Anthem. Oof. Well... Yeah, notable, as in how bad... Look, this, this is actually footage of me playing this. I got oh, stuck really? in the hole. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't die. You're not very But I good. got very dirty. Uh, so... If you think that uh, Anthem was the biggest hype fail, or maybe you don't think, be sure to head on over to bit.ly backslash Dino Awards and you can vote on the biggest fail for 2019, as well as the game of the year, as well as the best Hack the Dino host, as well as, what else is there? Heaps of Most other things. Most graphics. Most graphics, that's my favourite one. We haven't got new best new Nintendo IP this year because reasons. Anyway, time for viewer questions. Viewer questions! Okay, we're going to shoot through these very quickly because we've still got Dan versus the World to go and then we have to record uh, Dino More for all our lovely Patreons. Mm. One of which is Ashraf and he asks over on our Discord channel, how are bug fixes and balance issues explained in the narrative of a game? For example, in Overwatch, does Bridget's weapon and armor so uh, stop suddenly as being effective? I wrote that incorrectly. You can work it out. Uh, for me... If we're talking about a narrative point of view, uh, I think it depends on the story of the game and sort of the rules that have been sorted out for that world that the character inhabits. Um, in Bridget's case, I'd say that it's such a subtle nerf that the character wouldn't even realise it, just like you don't notice if your car tyres are going flat. It's such a little increment that you don't really... you can't really tell. Um, I, um, oh, you got one, more, you got one, more. One, more, one more point on this one. I also think putting our perception of reality and physics into a make-believe digital world is a surefire way to dislike, dislike games and movies. I, um, 
I don't. I, I don't think the creators care how bugs uh, bug fixes affect the story. They're probably just relieved that people stop yelling at them online. <laughs> um, they're just like, okay, it's fixed, it's fixed, fixed, and they're like, yeah, I don't. It, is that right? Does that yeah. make sense to you? Like, I don't think they care. Mm. I think I. They're, they're more just like it should have been like this from the start, and we're just going to make out it was like that from the start. But yeah. Um, Michael Tuttle asks, what's the worst gift you've ever got? All right, very, very quickly. Uh, towards the end of my grandfather's life, he didn't have all the faculties of his uh, brain. brain. And for Christmas one year, he got me a souvenir pen from Australia. Oh, nice. Had you been to Australia before? A couple of times. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny because my story is to do with old people. Because <laughs> 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 you... Um, when my grandma died, I inherited her spoon collection. Now I have a metric ton of spoons in my house. They're ornament. You can't use them. No, of course not. I've, I've all these spoons and I don't know what to do with them. Just like, give them away on Hack the Dino. No, the no, they're all great and they look good, but I'm, I didn't... I Thanks. I mean, yeah. I got really cool. I got my uh, grandparents' entire old leather-bound book collection. Ooh. There's some... I, oh, I got... Um, uh, Journey to Japan, not Journey, oh, whatever the Monkey series. I got that. In... Journey to the West. Thank you. Yeah, I got that. Uh, Emma Pierce asks, "Have the big three met your expectations this year?" Now, big three is in, as in uh, Ben, Dan, and Braden. Yes. Have we met your expectations this year? No. Xbox, PlayStation, and, and Nintendo. Nintendo. Uh, I would say Switch and PlayStation have. Xbox, I have no expectations of. So also yes. So I've written um, <laughs> PS4 is just gotten good graphics I feel in the last couple of months of games that are really standing out and it's right at we the always end. get the best games at the end of a, a console life yeah yeah and so I'm just like eh, nah you, you, you're blowing it um and yeah and what's an Xbox I've just <laughs> written here <laughs> it's that thing you've got just down there that you sometimes oh and play. I've written here Switch still hasn't delivered a game as good as Breath of the Wild for me and you I, I said wrong you still haven't played them you played River City Girls yet nah so I did, you can't no, I did play that. It's, 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 it, 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 I did play that. I played it on Ross. Um, it's not... It's fantastic. It, it doesn't hook me in. As Game of the much. Year. Game of the Year. Vote for it. Bit.ly <laughs> backslash Dino Awards. Uh, and... Oh, not finally. Oh, did you see in the chat, like, Floppy's, like, worst gift? Uh, His father-in-law gave him a pirated movies on a loose blank DVD wrapped in an A4 bit of paper. That's freaking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, finally, Chris Parker asks, why do you guys hate Sonic so much? Um, I've prepared a statement. To the press? Yes. I don't hate him. I just wish he never existed and we could erase his visage from the lobes of everyone who ever existed. I also found his games boring and I'm such a staunch Nintendo's 90s boy. Um, I I don't not like him. I don't know why everyone thinks I don't like him. Um, Because Ben associate you with me. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I do call him Sonic because I think that's funny. But like my, some of my most early awesome gaming memories is Sonic 1 and 2 on the old Mega Drive. Um, and then later on, Sonic Adventure, I loved so much. So I, I realized later on, like, Sonic games haven't been, like, they've never been on good since then. Now, we are running long. We've got a couple of uh, questions in the comments. We're not going to answer them now, but hang around because we're going to talk about them in Dino More, which we're filming right after this. So yes. keep on firing up those questions. We'll copy them and answer them and in our Patreon-only episode of Dino More. And if you want to catch that, head on over to patreon.com backslash hack the dino. That's a new question. 
Yeah, it was. I added it. <laughs> we'll change that. Uh, it's time for Dan versus the world. Dan versus the world. We still don't have a thing, but I have three songs from video game history. It is Dan representing Dan's uh, goal to ask questions. Five of them, actually. Representing me to be the best. To try and guess where that game came from. What game? The title. The full title. And Brayden's over there going up against him in the old fisticuffs of the words. Uh, and he's representing the world. As of last episode, the world is on 39 and Dan is on 35. Brayden, you are killing it. Good Lord. So I um I can't read the chat because I don't have my glasses on. So if you guys think I'm cheating by reading the chat, I am not. I cannot read anything that's like this far. Speaking of which, do not shine further. If you're in the there chat and you know it, please do not spoil it. Um, yep. Because Braden can read the chat. Yep. All right, here we go. Song number one. Question number one, Dan. Uh, what genre of game is this? Uh, shooty, a platform shooty. Shooty. Shooty, side-scrolling shooty. A shooty. Side-scrolling shooty. Shooty, Yeah, sure. Braden, question number uh, one. We talked about it in this episode. No. Okay. Dan, question number two. Yeah, he sucked in, Brain. He can't look back through the pla- the, the show <laughs> list. Um. Uh. What did I? What did you ask? What um. What what genre of game? What asked that? You already. No. 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 What? What? What's it on? Uh. This one was on the Super Nintendo. Mm. Super Raiden. Nintendo shitty platformy. Yeah. Not talked about on the show. Uh. What character do you play as? A uh, big old robot. Big old robot. Mm. A big robot. Question number three, Dan. Uh, clue. Um, this game. This game had. It's a sequel to a game that was on the NES. Mm. Oh, I think I know. Braden. I still have no clue. Uh, what colors your robot you are? It's a white robot. White robot. <laughs> really <laughs> narrows it down. <laughs> Dan, well, question number the, four. I'm going to try and guess. All right. Is it Contra? Uh, Contra three? Yes. Jesus. Yep. Yes. Contra three. Good Lord. Well done, Dan. It's the only shooty game on the Nintendo. <laughs> Dan clinches that one, so Dan is on thirty six, and the world yes! is on thirty nine. Finally, Ooh. you got one back. Yeah, correct. That's what I get. Correct, Brayden. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Song number two. Hot, isn't it? Ooh. Yeah, I know. Right? That so was pretty good. good, eh? So good. <laughs> that was good. Dan, question number one. Um, what console is it? What was that? <laughs> that was me coming up with an idea and letting you know it was on the Super Nintendo. Fair enough. Amazing. SNES again. Is it gonna SNES? SNES. Uh, what kind of bad guys are you fighting in this? Uh, you don't actually fight bad guys. Oh. It sounded like such fighting music. It, it did, not didn't be one it? of those paint games. <laughs> <laughs> um, Question number two. So no, no enemies. Mm-hmm. Uh, what well, what genre of game is it then? Uh, it's a racing game. Oh yeah. Oh, that well, explains the music. Your opponents would be. Uh, they're not bad guys though. I'm not going to cast aspersions. Braden, uh, are we? What kind of vehicle you'd racing? A unicycle. Ah. <laughs> Uni Rally. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Oh, my heart sank. <laughs> Suck it, Braden. That's classic. Update that list. And, oh, man. And I want to correct on the screen. Thank there you. Yeah. Oh, yes. So Dan gets another one. 37 versus 39. I tell you what, you're catching up, Dan. Here oh, we go. That was, that was handed to me. <laughs> that was a classic. Dude, Uni Rally. Has anyone ever played it? Yeah, oh, I own it. Man. Yeah, yeah. It's, and that it's music. Yeah, How good is the music? It's awesome for and, such a simple and weird premise. Oh, I remember thinking when it first came out and reading yeah. about it in NMS. Why would I want to be a, a and unicycle? Because like, your, your head is a unicycle seat, which like, looks back mm. and stuff. And you like, do flips and corkscrews. and Oh, it's a great game. Played so, it, Braden? Nah, you like the first, awesome. that, you know, like Tony Hawkish kind of game where you do mm. tricks. All right, here we go. Song number three. I know what this is straight away. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. All right, question oh number one. Go on, put your money where your mouth is. What, do you reckon I should say it? Go on. It's Tamin and T on the Ness. Yes, it is. Damn. <laughs> nice. Oh, for the laymans out there, Teenage Mutant. Yeah, suck it, Braden. See, people that are older know things too. <laughs> no, I was going to say, the second it gets to like SNES, NES, no clue. <laughs> I, um, I'm well, not going to would... say that whoever makes this game may have... <laughs> <laughs> done that but ah. it's just a happy coincidence that now we have a tighter game with the world on 39 and dan catching up on 38 Man, my goodness see. good lord Brayden, take us out there we go we have been Hack the Dino, and this has been our critical path. You can follow us, you can subscribe, and you can like. Please do that right now over on youtube.com backslash Hack the Dino. You can also catch Dan over on twitch.tv backslash Hack the Dino. And what are you playing this Sunday, Dan? Haven't planned it yet. Excellent. Same answer each and every week. You'd almost think that you would... <laughs> plan ahead I, I plan it like two hours before I do my stream and if you don't like our faces completely understand you can head on over to SoundCloud or Spotify or iTunes and leave a review and a rating and subscribe to us using our voices to enunciate words such as we've been Hack the Dino this has been our critical path like share subscribe thank you we will see you Soon. And thank you to everyone in the chat who commented and supported us for this episode.